1: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Cricket on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome back. This is the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that with me, Ed Hawkins, pro cricket. Picker, joined as ever by John Wright, former odds compiler and pro cricket picker himself. How are you doing, John? Yeah, not too bad, Ed. Yourself? Yeah, I'm, good. I'm uh, good. Excited to welcome people along to your one-stop IPL betting shop stop, stop. This is the Bet Rivers Cricket Show, the only place where you can get the IPL betting previews for the weekend action. Double headers on Saturday and Sunday. We're going to go through each of the four games for you, Chennai versus Mumbai on Saturday. Delhi versus RCB from Delhi also on Saturday, and then on Sunday we've got Gujarat Titans versus Lucknow Super Giants, and then Rajasthan Royals versus Sunrisers Hyderabad. Let's get the games straight on, John. Just wait a second before I say, go and give. At because we win a follow on Twitter, please, so you can win across all sports and give us some love at cricket betting. That's me on Twitter and at John Wright 15 Chennai versus Mumbai Saturday from Chennai John. Um Bet Rivers Money Line for you, minus one twenty, Chennai uh, Mumbai, minus one ten. This is the old stages, the uh what they call it, the uh the the, the big derby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um how do you see this one going?
0: Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, when they, these two played each other earlier in sort of last month, beginning of last month, um, Chennai, Chennai went to um, uh, Mumbai and they, they won quite convincingly. I think they won by about seven wickets. Um, both of these sides, for me, Ed, I don't know what you think, but especially especially Mumbai, their bowling is appalling. Really, their economy, the economy rate of their bowling is shocking. Um, and and they rely heavily on, on on their batting, especially the sort of like engine room middle order that is starting to come to form. We saw the game tonight where you know Sky Ishan Kishan, you know Tim David um, uh, Tilak Varma, they all they all you know chipped in and, and got them got a two hundred score, made it look very very easy. I don't think they're going to be you know I think if they the, the bowling unit's going to have to come to the party. They can't hit conceding heavily. Uh, when they bowl and, and and that worries me. The bowling unit worries me. Similar sort of thing with with Chennai really. I, I think Chennai's bowling is slightly better, but again they they rely heavily on 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 you know chasing down big totals. So I you know, look at these two sides, I I, I I say two fairly average bowling units. Hard um, to split them, I suppose you'd probably have to sort of shade with with Mumbai, especially after of that that win in Punjab this evening where they've gone there and they've made 200, or admittedly on a flat deck, look pretty um, pretty easy, really.
1: Yeah, amazed that Mumbai won that game because Punjab's death bowling has been expert and it's won them tight games and it won them a tight game against Mumbai. Yeah. So amazed they didn't defend that. A real missed opportunity for Punjab. That could be them gone, actually, because coming up KKR and then twice against Delhi, they had a real opportunity to put a run together and a halftime break in that game, you know, I was thinking this lot are going to win four in a row uh, and they're going to go they're going to go bang into the picture. Uh, but they didn't. Um, And you're quite right about Chennai's bowling at the Death Dash Panday awful performance the other day, one of the worst Death Bowling. Performances. He's, taking, he's, seen, taking, he's,
0: taking, he's taking wickets, but he's going for plenty of runs, isn't he? He's going for like 10 and
1: over. Can't even, get it, can't even get it on the strip, John. Um, yeah. You know, should, they should have closed out the game against Punjab. Um, at home, they've got a fortress at the Chepak winning more than 70% of their games. Um, so, But Deepak Chahar is back for them. And they're keeping Thikshana back now because of that for the death. And that may well sort that of Chennai bowling out Um and I think Mumbai's weakness against spin in terms of what they can bowl because they just don't have much may swing it for me uh, any other angles players to follow John on this one well uh, look you're looking
0: at the Mumbai bowling I mean for me uh, Chowler Chris uh, Chowler for me he looks he probably the value really because I mean he's got 15 wickets He's their leg spin bowler. And as I say, the scene, the seamers seem to be going all over the place. I mean, Joffre Archer went for runs again tonight, didn't he? Uh they they seem to sort of like losing a little bit of faith with the two Australians in Riley, Riley Meredith and Jason Berendorf. Um yeah, so I, I I look at the the bowling, the bowling market. If 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 you can get plus 350 uh Chowler to be top bowler. For Mumbai in this fixture, that 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 would um I, I would like that. I think that that's that's a fair price because i looking at their other bowlers, their 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 bowling attack looks pretty moderate really. So yeah, I think um Chowler is the sort of shining light in there. Regarding the top batters, I suppose with with um the Chennai Super Kings, Conway now is in good form, isn't he? Striking it, you know, he's striking at 144. He got 92 the other day. He's he's batting really well. But, I mean, you could say that about a few of the the Chennai players, really. So, um, as I say, I think probably... Yeah, I'd probably go with Conway for top bat. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I I think it's going to be a case of... I think the batting teams will dominate in this. And I think it will just be which of the two bowling units perform better.
1: Yeah, plus 175 with Bet Rivers uh, for Devon Conway to top score for Chennai. Uh, And just a point, staying on top run scorers, Guy Yadav... uh, has found his form and won the one on the game is looking absolutely sensational. Um, And is plus two, seven, five, I think with bet rivers on your top run score for your money line. However, he he was a substitute in this game against Punjab, which opens, which blows the market wide open means we're betting without Yadav because if he's not in the starting 11, then um, I'm afraid that bets are void. So, That means if uh, Mumbai are batting second and they repeat Yadav as a sub, he won't be in the starting 11. He'll be subbed in for the chase. So he'll be betting without uh, Yadav in the top Mumbai um, batsman market. I think that may well let in somebody like Tilak Varma. John, I know you're a massive fan. I am too. Plus 900 900 with Bet Rivers looks a, a great price if they're batting second. So, bear that one in mind. Um, and I'm also going to point you just before we move on to our next game. Chennai over 49.5 minus 125, scoring the first six overs. Mumbai have been leaking runs dreadfully. Uh, they're approaching 10 and over now in the power play. And Chennai are really fast scorers. So, there's a big angle on that one. We're going to give you Delhi versus RCB in one second. At because we win to win across all sports and do give us. Some love on the podcast provider of your choice. I just want to go quickly to talk about Super Overtime. We're well overdue one, uh, John, plus 1,100, the tie in these games. Not a great price, uh, admittedly, but we are overdue. We've had 14 IPL ties in history. Uh, can you see one in this, in this competition? The game's incredibly tight. so many going to the last over.
0: Absolutely. I mean, if you if you look at the stats, it's, it's amazing there hasn't been one yet, is there Ed? I mean, we've had so many close games. I mean, how many games have we gone to the to the last ball? in, in yeah. this, I mean, we've had like forty odd games so far, and a lot of them have gone to the last ball. And you know, you know through, the other day there was a game where there was you know three off the last ball. It looked like certain there's going to be a super over, but it, but it wasn't. They run a three when they, well, they should have got a two for a super over. So yeah, I mean, it's getting to the point now where you're looking at that price thinking. Well, surely probability has got an even, even itself out because we usually get a couple, don't we? So, yeah, I mean, 40-odd games in the tournament, we've yet to have one. This this could be one, definitely, yeah. I could, could see that. So possibly a big price, um, a small a small stake for a big win, Ed.
1: Yeah, keep your eye on that one. Uh, does that make it into our best picks at the end of the show? What will John right be advising you to place your money on from these four games? Stick around. For the end of the show. John will give you two picks. I'll give you two picks. Let's go. Delhi versus RCB from the Aaron Jaitley Stadium. This is also on Saturday. Bet Rivers money line. Uh, Delhi at 100 versus minus 138 RCB. Um, Golden Rule. Always oppose Royal Challengers Bangalore when they are got a minus in front of their name. Uh John, Um they've picked up though. Delhi have also picked up. Uh, is this a tighter game? A bit disappointed Delhi aren't a better price, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I was expecting odds against Delhi, especially after the last game, Ed, as you say, they were 28 for five when uh, Mohammed Shami had ripped through the top order and they looked like they were going to get bowled out for about 60 or 70, didn't they? And then somehow, you know, they got, it ended up getting one, two, seven, and 7 up, ended up amazingly winning the game. I mean, that might be the spot that they need. I mean, they're languishing at the bottom of the table. They're going to have to get going. Um, their side seems to be all season, it's been all over the place. The batting order, hasn't it? Ed, you know, they, they don't really know um, what you know. Okay, we said at the beginning of the, the tournament, they're obviously missing Richard Pan. I mean, Davey Warner seems to be, I don't know, he, he got run out, he got unlucky to get run out in the last game. But I mean, he's, he's striking. He's not up to sort of the required standard of some of the players in in in, in the, in, the um, in in the power play. Um, Axel Patel was a funny one for me. Bats too low. I was pleased to see he batted six the other day. Got a quick 20, 20 odd. Um, he could be value um, if, if he bats in the top six again. I imagine Mitch Marsh will be back. Um, so yeah, for Delhi on, on the RCB side. I mean, my worry with RCB Ed is the fact that they're too top heavy with their batting. If you actually look at the, if you look at Faf, um, Riwek Kohli and uh, Glenn Maxwell. But they've played nine games, and all them three have been top bats. In all, you know, no one else has contributed really. I mean, they've got all their runs. And it's interesting you mentioned market about the impact player. Now, if they're if they're going to go down the route now, I mean, Faf has been top bats four out of the nine games that played so far. Okay. Now, if they're going to use Faf, if they're going to use Faf as an impact player, I mean, he's, he's favourite in the market. I think he's, he's plus one ninety to be top. Uh, RCB bats, but as you say, if he, if he is an impact player and there's no reason to say what uh, to show why he wouldn't be impact again, mm. uh, he he he'll be he'll be won't be included in the market. So I think yeah. there could be a bit of value here. I mean, Glenn Maxwell for me at plus three fifty, he's probably value. I couldn't back Kohli at at, at at plus uh, one ninety, but uh, Glenn Maxwell at plus three fifty. Bearing in mind he's he's been already been top back I think twice. Out of the nine games, I mean that probably represents a little bit of value. And also with RCB, I think it's very, very. Um, you know, we we've got to mention that um, Hazelwood coming back. I mean, he's been out injured. This is his first game, the last game, and he bowled superbly. Bowls at the start of the innings, bowls at the end of the innings. I think he'll be a huge, um, a huge asset to the bowling unit. I think the their bowling unit now RCB looks quite strong. My worry with RCB, they haven't got that middle order a player, have they? You know, they're, yeah. they're very, very light on the top three.
1: Yeah, it's a great analysis from John Wright. They're a top and tail team. I think that's what we can say about RCB. Yeah. They do good things uh, up front with the bat and they've got a good uh, bowling unit. Basically, really good in power plays. Uh, fantastic with the ball in power plays. And that gives you an angle there on the uh, power play. First six overs score for Delhi. Could we go under forty six point five at around minus one two five Delhi dreadfully slow? Um, you know, bet rivers are giving you something there. I don't think these bookmakers uh, uh, and handicappers are really going into that much detail on these power play stats. There's a big uh, point of difference with these teams. Bangalore great in the power play with the ball. Delhi 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 very very slow. Um, just before we move on to the Sunday doubleheader. I want to talk about David Warner. You mentioned him, John. He's plus one hundred and fifty with Bet Rivers to be top run scorer for Delhi, but it's mighty short. Why don't we just bet over twenty six point five on the runs line at uh, minus one hundred and
0: eighty? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as I say, I you, totally agree. I mean, no one's got big runs for Delhi this year, have they? So, and as I say, he doesn't sort of get off to a flyer. I mean. I mean, I think the, the problem with Delhi the other day when they were like 28 for five, I mean, Shami, Mohamed um, Shami was getting it to go both ways and he it was absolutely unplayable and they actually bowled him out, didn't they? I think he bowled his four overs off the reel. Uh, and it wasn't until the middle order came in and, 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 and they ended up getting a one two seven. So, yeah, I mean, looking at, I mean, I imagine Mitch Marshall's sick for the game. I imagine he'll be back for this one. Um, but their, their batting looks, for me, that looks a little bit too flaky. I mean, Phil Salk, on his day, can be absolutely destructive, can he? So can Riley Rousseau can be absolutely destructive, but you know, not not necessarily consistent players, are they? Ed?
1: No, uh, Salt, sorry, very hit or miss, but that's the way he plays. Uh, check out <laughs> Phil Salt's price to hit a six, by the way. I think I might have seen um 100 on that with Bet Rivers, which I think is probably value because you know, he will give it a good old whack. Yeah, um, so there you go, Delhi versus RCB is done for you. Let's talk about Gujarat versus Look Now Super Giants. I mean, goodness me, what to make of these two sides? Uh, Gujarat uh, absolutely incredible losing to Delhi last time out when all the trends just went down the swanee, including Ahmedabad's record for runs. Gujarat absolute chase kings couldn't get 120 odd. And Hardik Panya one of the worst paces of a chase you've you've ever seen in your life. Um, Some people making some good points, uh, analysts of the game who work with franchise teams saying there is a preference for teams now to try to take it deep. And that's what Hardik was guilty of. Should have tried to win the game earlier than he did. Crazy. Um, We're expecting Gujarat to be about minus 120 on this one. Uh, look now, I've lost KL Rahul and Unad Kat, the Pacer, is also likely to be out as well. This is first versus second. As we record, that could change. Um, but go for it, John, because I'm... I'm don't. Okay.
0: Well, I, I, my, 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 my feeling with Gujarat is, I mean, the, the table looks very, very wide open, doesn't it, Ed? I mean, goodrath have lost three games, uh, but, you know, everyone's beating everyone. But if you actually look at goodrath's three losses... One of them was against um, KKR, where uh, Rinku Singh had that unbelievable last over, where you know hit thirty odd in the over, and you know won a, won a game when, when effectively, Gujarat had the game won. So you know you can you could probably think that they were very very unlucky not to win that. And the game the other night, I mean, you know, at the interval there, I mean, Gujarat was absolute looked absolute certainties to chase one two seven set by delhi so i i i i think the gujarat they they still look very very strong for me you know they they're batting you know they they i put arguably pandya is batting a little bit higher at 3 but i think that's more of a captain's responsibility thing um their bowling for me looks fantastic you know i mean little the irishman josh little has, has performed brilliant this year Shami has been probably the best bowler in the tournament, hasn't he? And then you've got the two Afghani, um, Afghanistan um, spinners, um, obviously Rashid Khan and, and Noor Ahmed. So their, their bowling attack looks brilliant. And you think that Azari Joseph can't get in the side at the moment because obviously they've got too many, too many um, overseas players. So their, their side looks very, very strong. On the other hand, we look now, look now the last two games, Ed, you know they've been bowled out for 108, and they've been bowled out for 127 or 128, wherever it was. I mean, it, it, luck. They were lucky to get away with a no result there because I would imagine that um, CSK would have knocked those runs off this afternoon. But mm. you're right. I mean, look, look now. I mean, Quinton de the Cock. I, I, there must be something wrong there. For why he can't get into the side, especially now with Kael rail being injured. Um, their batting seems to be a little bit. They seem to hold Stoynus and Puran back because they see them as finishers. But then after Carl Mayers, there seems to be a little bit of a a gap in it. So I, I actually think I'm going to stick with Gujarat. I still think the the impetus is with Gujarat. Look look now for me. I mean, up until two games ago, I thought they were potential playoff candidates. But those last two games for me have have put me off a little bit. And now I mean I know I know. KRL is a bit of a Marmite figure in Indian cricket about you know whether yeah. he scores a quicker rate. But I mean he is he is their their arguably their best player and their skipper. I'm not too sure about um uh Pandia being captain for, for them, especially when against his half brother, that'd be interesting. But I mean, yeah, yeah I, I I still think that Gujarat. I, I would take minus one twenty Gujarat. I thought they could be a bit shorter than that,
1: Okay. Yeah, they could well be a bit shorter. We'll we'll see how, how it pans out. Um Perhaps that result that Gujarat suffered uh, when um, failing to get up against Delhi, I keep calling him Delhi, Delhi, Delhi Capitals, um, means we might get a bit of sugar in the market. Um, John's quite right. From second to uh, <laughs> a seventh, uh, as we record, there's one point separating these t- teams. So it's incredibly tight. Having looked at it the, the last time we were on the Bet Rivers cricket show, we were talking about, uh, Gujarat Rajasthan look now beginning to pull away, and it was a battle for one place from fourth. It could be that eight games gets you, and eight wins gets you into the playoffs on win rate, with a small plus on win rate as well. So it's incredibly tight stuff at the moment in IPL. I just want to finish on two points on that game before we move on to Rajasthan Royals versus Sunrisers from Jaipur on Sunday. Carl um, Mayers is absolutely terrible player against spin. Great pace bowl, great hitter of pace. But really, if these sides are doing their homework, and if I know that Mayers is a poor player of spin, Gujarat will surely know uh, the same. So they could hit him with Noor Ahmed very early on in his innings. So under 19.5, Carl Mayers runs at about minus 120, maybe even a bit better than that is Here's a bet for you with Bet Rivers. OK, best picks coming at the end of the show. Rajasthan Royals versus Sunrisers from Jaipur on Sunday. our final game. Uh, we think Rajasthan could be the shortest price of the entire tournament on Yabet Rivers' money lines at about minus 140 to beat Sunrisers, who uh, managed to get a win last time out and, and sort of hang on, hang on in there in this tournament. They're a huge disappointment to us, John. We identified them earlier as value in terms of ability. What's gone wrong with them? Are they finished? Um, you know, should we hang our heads in shame? The
0: batting, I think the batting's let them down, isn't it, really? I mean, Harry Brook, you know, you know the, the Englishman was the, was the star sign-in in, in the auction. He got that 100, didn't he? But apart from that, he, he he hasn't contributed hardly at all. They've opened with him. They've played him in the middle order We have got out for naught. Um, he's been a disappointment. Aidan Markham's obviously come back in after playing for South Africa, although he got a 50 early. Again, he's, I think his last three knocks, he hasn't got double figures. So, so if you look at those two, you know, those two sort of like not contributing, then you look at the batting. The batting looks very, very weak. Um, it's interesting that Glenn Phillips hasn't had a game yet. I thought he would have played. And also you've had Clarsen and and uh, and uh, Marco Jansen, again, like Aidan Markham, have arrived late to the party. So you've had three players there, arguably, that have sort of like joined the tournament um, three or four games in, which I think has been a massive disadvantage for them. Um, I, th- I thought, you know, on paper, their side looks very, very strong, but they have been disappointed. Um, the bowling, the, the bowling's OK, I think. I think I think the is good, but they're not, you know, the batting, it just looks, you know, Agawal and, and Tripathia, but I mean, you know, they've got a few runs, but I mean, there's not, There's no one really. I mean, as I say, I think with the the fee that Harry Brook was in the auction, I think the uh, Sunrisers fans would have expected Harry to contribute a little bit more than just that 100 that he's got.
1: Yeah. I always got alarm bells ringing about a team when they start chopping and changing their batting order because players, particularly batsmen, they want to know what their role is. Brook doesn't know what his role is. He was an opener, expected to get fast starts. Then he was demoted to, a, well, not demoted, but then he was asked to be a finisher. You know, you've got to make up your mind and stick with the plan. And for that reason, it may well be that Brook is out of this Sunrisers team by the time this game happens with Glenn Phillips coming in, who is a finisher. Uh We're conscious, by the way, on the better of his cricket show, how's that, that game's going on all the time. So there's a caveat with all these teams and injuries changing all the time. But do... Have a look out. Phillips may well come into this Sunrisers team. Uh, Jaiswell, Sampson, Butler, all got 50s uh, in this head-to-head. Uh, first game of the season for these two teams. Rajasthan just thrashed uh, Sunrisers, and it was all downhill, really, from Sunrisers from from there. And Any players to follow, John?
0: Well, you'd have to say Well, I mean, he's got three 50s and he's got 100. He's, he's seeing it really big at the moment. And the, the, what's been fascinating, you watched him and Josh Butler, oh, oh, Butler open the innings. And Jaiswal has been the most dominant, hasn't he? I mean, Butler's been quite happy to sit there and play second fiddle, and um, yeah, I mean, Jaiswal's been unbelievable. And arguably, you know, if you look at the the, the top the, the the line for top batsmen in this particular game, I mean, Jaiswal probably looking at the stats of what he's achieved. I mean, he's got 400, 448 runs already in in the competition, three fifties, one century. Um, he, so plus 250 or plus 275 I think he is striking at one I think he's striking at nearly 160 you'd have to say you know it would be amazing saying this at the beginning of the, the tournament but you'd have to say he'd, he'd be the value over Butler wouldn't he I suppose
1: yeah good well be. Butler's had a bit of a dip we know he's winning it yeah. at, um, uh, well 50-50 at win rate on the top run scorer market but it's had a dip of, of late uh, and his strike rate has been down as well which is weird uh, that's unlike him. So um I'm sw- kind of siding towards Sunrisers, big prices. Janssen, Marco Jansen, maybe plus sixteen hundred to come into this team, perhaps. Uh Henrik Clausen at plus seven hundred as well. Um I also have a look at Akil Hossein, maybe probably about plus two thousand. Uh, maybe even better than that, if we get a disastrous Sunrisers batting show, as they are prone to do. Uh, any other business on this one, John, before I ring the bell and go to best picks?
0: No, not really. I totally agree with you there with the Sunrisers. I mean, you couldn't be back in Aidan Markham at the moment, at, at plus at uh, 330. Um, you know, although the, the, the top and Harry Brook, even, I mean, look to Harry Brook's price at the moment. I think he's plus plus. I think he's plus 500, which which you think about that and you think, God, that's a huge price. But as I say, apart from that 100 he's got, he hasn't really been consistent, so... I don't think that's value. I, I agree with you. I think lower down the order, the likes of Klassen and, and, and Phillips, who are who are finishers and score very, very quickly, or even lower down, like maybe say, double figures, Marco Jansen, you could see um, a small total winning this particular market.
1: Yeah, 30 or 40 could win it for Sunrisers. You, you never know. Stick with that as a strategy, by the way. Right, best picks for John Wright for the IPL double header this weekend. Who are you going for, John? What are you going for?
0: Well, I'm going to go for in the in the Delhi versus RCB game. I mean, due, due to the fact that I think there could be an angle with Faf, the fact that if Faf continues to be an impact player, he doesn't he doesn't he's not included in the top batsman market. I think Glenn Maxwell. The fact that Holy Faf and Maxwell have been top bat in all of their games, no one else has contributed. I therefore think that Glenn Maxwell plus three fifty top RCB bat against Delhi on Saturday night. That'll be my main bet. And in the same game, I'm going to stick with the same game and I'm going to stick with the same team. I think Josh Hazelwood's going to be massive for for RCB and I think if RCB do end end up getting into the playoffs, it's going to be down to him. So, um, they're bowling um, top bowler to get the most wickets in this game. Josh Hazelwood at plus 300 to be top RCB wicket taker in the same game. That'll be my second bet.
1: Alrighty, great picks from John Wright. For, you, for the record then, my best picks, we're going to go for a reasonably short price in the uh, Bet Rivers money line in CSKV versus, versus Mumbai, minus 120 Chennai to win the match for me. I think spin's going to do the business for them and Mumbai can't keep getting away with this uh, bowling attack of theirs. And then finally in the Sunrisers Royals uh, visit, Henrik Klassen around plus 700 top Sunrisers bats. There you go. That's the BetRivers Cricket Show. How's that done for another weekend of blockbuster IPL action? Come back next time for more IPL betting previews for the weekend. It's the only place you will hear them. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Cricket on the BetRivers Network.